the hard shoulder. With Nissan. Number one for petrol in Ireland. Number one for electric. Nissan. Innovation that excites. This is News Talk. Welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Now, every Friday at this time, we take a look back at the stories that got us talking over the past seven days, some of the more quirky stories that mightn't have been in the mainline news. It's a great pleasure to welcome back broadcaster, journalist, mad cat woman, Barbara Scully, uh, who's always good for a laugh and certainly an argument. Uh, comedian Jim Elliott, who, who has a fascinating day job, but I'd have to shoot you if I told you what he does. He's involved in fraud and security and all the rest of it, um, and a, a newbie, a virgin, a veritable virgin, I might add, to the final furlong, Lisa Garvey, actress and comedian. Where have you come out of? K- K- Callan's Kicks, <laughs> voiceovers? Been, that's me, yes, so uh, I actually did, you couldn't make it up here on News Talk as well, uh, Great. but yes, yeah, so I've been doing Callan's Kicks for the past five or six years. Uh, and and is there any particular yeah. person that you impersonate? Well, um, I do marry him a lot, you oh, know. Nice. Um, genuine, I'm so happy. <laughs> Lovely Ivan, it's so nice to be here. And she has 44 children, isn't 44, right? yeah. Yes, no, I don't indeed. know where they are, indeed. you know. And she's great for charity gigs and fairness, which I'm hopeless at. Oh, you she's know, amazing. amazing. All right. Yeah. And Jim, you're in the Laughter Lounge. In the Laughter Lounge all next week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, down at Eden Key, man. Come on and come right. on. Right. What, what time does that kick off at night? Oh, those or, kick off or at half eight. Do you need to get half off your head? You know what I mean? I mean, if you want to get half off your head, I'm sure they'll be happy. They're charging you for beer, so yeah. And, and how are the cats? They're Is all Diego good. back? Yes. Diego went on a... Uh, yeah, he went on a sabbatical up the road to the neighbours. Yeah, he's back, actually, which is great. The other one, Scooter, hasn't scooted back yet. So, right. you know, but we're coping, Ivan, we're no, coping. There's no um, Wish reason people... to put down why these cats keep leaving you. Well, it was because we got a we got a new kitten that only had three legs, and I think that that w- there was some issue. I don't know whether they're ableist cats or what the problem is. So you're blaming but the kitten. Well, they can't they, be discriminatory. They, I think they wear. I think I they know. absolutely wear. I think they're right wing cats, and they all left. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm ashamed to admit. All right, let's get to our first topic, which is is fascinating. This was to do with a Facebook group, and someone did wedding shaming. The woman explained that she was going to a brunch wedding which will take place in a small restaurant from 9.30am to 3.30pm. It must be, obviously, in the States. The point at issue was that the happy couple, neither of them take a drink, they're teetotal. And so, therefore, it's a it's free grub and it's free drinks and there'll be juice and sodas and speciality coffees, but there'll be no booze. Well, what's your take on this, Barb? <laughs> well, I was laughing when they said there'd be speciality coffees. I was trying to think what a speciality coffee is. It's obviously not, not a Bailey's coffee or an Irish coffee or a Calypso coffee. Um, I am a great believer in doing weddings whatever way you want to do them and not having to kind of, you know, uh, fit in with everybody's idea of how a wedding should be done. So I think you should tailor your day to suit yourself. But having said that... I do think you were inviting people along and you were hosting them for the afternoon or for the lunch or whatever. And I don't drink, but just because you don't drink 
I'm not sure that that means that it's okay to have a completely dry wedding. Um, I think alcohol should be available. I don't necessarily think you should have to pay for it. I, you yeah, know, a, as a, the, a paying as bar. The, yeah. A paying bar, exactly. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think it's nice to... In prov- other words, you provide free juices and, 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 yeah. and liquids, but that, I mean, it's, it sounds to me absolutely shocking it, and extraordinary. But to, to insist that people don't drink because oh, you don't drink, stop. I think, is going too far. So uh, far I think too she's far. a this silly billy woman. absolutely outrageous. Outrageous. I mean, like, uh, Jesus, I mean, Ivan, we've agreed on something. No, but sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, that's a There's first. Yeah. Somebody take a photo. Hold on a minute. Getting married at 9.30 in the morning. Yeah. What is going on there? All over by three thirty. Well, like that's y- the thing; they already know they're they're no crack, and nobody wants to hang <laughs> yeah, out with yeah. them. So, like, all right, well, we'll just do this in the morning, and we'll get it out of here. If you've got to go to a dry wedding, I would much prefer it to be a brunch wedding. Yeah, at least at least we have can you, all. Have you ever been to a brunch? I've never heard no. of a brunch wedding. Before. Do you know no. it wasn't so long never ago? I know you're not that old, but I know, like in my parents' generation. Weddings, where that's why it's called the wedding breakfast. breakfast exactly. Weddings all took place early in the morning. My parents got married at nine o'clock in the morning in January. Really? And went back to my mother's house for the wedding breakfast. Wedding breakfast? The like, wedding breakfast. I and never then you heard went off on your honeymoon. In the and UK, was, did they still have a wedding breakfast? Did they have kind music of like at 11 no, or 12. No, no, it was sit down, have your wedding breakfast. And then I think generally then people went off on their honeymoon, you yes. know, around lunchtime down what, to Bray what or whatever. Era? What era was this? This would have been the 60s. Well, it would have been if my parents got married in 1960. Right. So, yeah, you know, I, I presume that was quite common. It new to me. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Maybe it was, I don't know. Uh, right. So, uh, what's your take on this? Well, week? see, yeah, I kind of agree with the, with a, a, I wouldn't have my wedding that early or that time. Uh, you know, but if you have you, if, have you if, had a wedding, I have had a wedding. Okay. Yes, <laughs> people are in were incredibly generous to me, so I can't. No one gave nobody nothing. gave nothing, so I have to. Right. I can't say anything. You know the and secret are... to it: if someone does give nothing, you write out a thank you letter, irrespective of whether oh, yes. they gave yes. or not. That's yes. and very then say, Oh my god! Oh my god! I didn't actually yes. give anything. So anyway, tell um, us. Yes, I, I'd say there was a boozy bar. It, there was, was a boozy it? bar. Yes, and I see. I went to I, I in America when I was on my J one, so I was in states. And I used to work at a catering company who catered weddings, right? Oh so they, but the thing is, it's so different the yeah. Irish and the American yeah. wedding. Well, first oh. of all, we were in Rhode Island, which was really, really rich. Like everybody was rich. They had their wedding. They all had open bars. Of so that's why I think did. people are so outraged at why she doesn't have an open bar here. You, it's very rare to have an open bar yeah. at a wedding. Full or open a free bars bar, as we call them. Like you know, we did, we did free yeah. wine and free beer Everything. at my oh, wedding, yeah. but yeah. no, that's no spirits. Yeah, well, because, because people take the piss. People take the absolute piss if they go up to the bar and they're like. I have a I have a pint of Guinness, and then the bartender take doesn't take their money, and they go, "Oh God, it's an open bar. I'll have three double brandies." Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so, so we couldn't get over this. Like, obviously, no, I obviously, I actually believe you should have a cover charge at weddings. You know, pay on the way in. <laughs> I, oh man, I would love that. That's your present. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> no, but like, we, the present's entirely separate. But I was more. So we used to work at all these. So they all had free bars, but mm-hmm. they were all over by eleven o'clock at night. Like done. Right. That's Nobody true. was singing. Nobody's closing that. down the residence that. bar exactly. at an American yeah. wedding. So yeah. we well, the used old to then. Auntie Nora wants to go to bed at eleven anyway. Yeah, so yeah, certain yeah. people peter out. It's only the youngsters keep going into the small. Yeah, but everybody like chairs were packed up. Done. Everyone was gone. Mm-hmm. So when we were packing away all the booze and everything, we would take what was left over mm-hmm. for ourselves. So right. yeah, and the bride called. Is that us not called? Time. Is that not called stealing? Uh, yeah. See, no, I, it's free. I, feel, I did feel quite bad because the bride saw us doing it and she didn't say anything oh. but we were 
poor and young. And I know. Did yeah, you resell it or did like, you just consume it? We just consumed it. <laughs> well, <that's laughs> it's it's resell it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, now let's move on to our next topic, which is free bus passes or the free travel. It includes the Dart, the Rail, the whole lot, the Lewis. Well, according to new research from University College London, who may not have the extensive unlimited free travel we have, it is a good thing because not only does it make the oldies and crinklies more active, uh, have greater life satisfaction, less symptoms of depression, um, uh, but it, 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 it also deals with the obvious issue of uh, isolation. Is this a reasonable perk of old age, Lisa? Or, I mean, like, I, yeah. I do get infuriated when I see uh, paying people uh, nearly not let on to buses and, and trains because they're so overcrowded. And you see Aunt Fanny there just uh, sitting there and not paying a cent. Like, they surely should have to pay something, even if it's only one euro yeah. for the Dublin Cork train. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's I I think it's brilliant, and I look forward to where I can get my free pass. Like I think it's by the time you get to that day, you should be gone. <laughs> I can yeah. Don't get your hopes up for heaven's sake. I mean, this would like, suddenly be announced some austerity package in the middle of some crash that that's gone. But see, my thing is, you know, so they talk about okay, if they could pay something, or you could pay something towards it, if you know, or if they means test, so people who can afford it can pay. If I thought that money was going to be going into something worthwhile, you know, like, but it wouldn't. It like would just go into the like, But <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. It, it it wouldn't because I know because it's Ireland and they wouldn't do that. Or they wouldn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so if I was, so I, fi- I figured, you know to what? Too much Lee, like, case <laughs> to be I know. <laughs> I'm, uh, so so you're you're all in favour of this? You're, yeah, you're loved up yeah. with the crankies? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I met uh, an older gentleman on a train. He started chatting to yeah. me on yeah, a dart. Yeah, they'll do that. Uh, yep. Yeah. yeah. Not all the conversation was great, but anyway, he was talking about this. Uh, he he was saying himself, he goes, he can afford it. When so he got he, to his piles, so it should, was a bit boring. Was it? <laughs> there was a lot of issues. A, a lady came up to me after and went, you have a lot of patience for talking yes, to that man for that long. But anyway, he was uh, talking about... Do you about not go on your like, phone? Like, and, and just say, hello, you hello, know what I did? No one there, I sat down, I sat down and he said, uh, he goes, he goes, sit down here, sure. Oh, uh, oh, no. uh, yeah. oh, and, no. and I went, do you know what? I oh, said, no. I'm going to just... I'm gonna just have. Right. I'm gonna accept big this. mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> Huge, like big mistake. Uh, uh, there was. I can't even go into the things he was talking about. But anyway, everything is wrong, and uh, we're all terrible human beings. So, so there's another reason to drop free travel. You have boring <laughs> people on the train. But he, was, what he was saying that he should them. be paying for it because he believes he can pay for it, and he thinks that the younger people shouldn't have to pay for certain. Things, you know what I mean? Okay. Because ah, there. So, so he. That was the one. Well, thing I, I, I live in hope, Jim. As a hard-ass yank. Yeah. To pay his way in society, that you'll see a modicum of sense in this, because I know the cat lady won't be helping me. Look, I don't, I don't mind. I guess I don't mind so much if the uh, if the old people get free travel. Here's here's my beef with old people when I get on trains. It's like they don't know what the reserved seat system is. Every single time I get a train to Belfast or I get a train to so Galway for a gig, I book a seat every time. It's free. Why okay. wouldn't you? It's two yeah. more clicks, yeah. and then you get on, and the little and the light above the seat up there, is Jim. lit right up. 
And every single time it's some owl one who's sitting there, usually groups of, like, they travel in packs. I don't know where they're getting all these friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, old people yeah. are lonely. No, but there's nothing but, to do for the day. Only go to Belfast. Well, but they're just fun. sitting in the thing. And then I have to come up. And they make me function. feel like the jerk by going, I'm sorry, I, I, I believe that seat is reserved. And then this is the part that and I they hate. they say typical this, American. No, this is the part that I hate, where they act confused. They go, oh, I'm sorry, a reserved seat. And they look up. I go, yeah, it's lit up right yeah, over your yeah, head. Yeah, you can't miss it. Yeah. They go, oh, is that what that was? I had no idea. Idea. You're lying to me, old lady. Because you've you done are this lying before. To me. You've been doing yes. this for 40 years. You're There's no us. way you're you don't know about yes. this. Okay. And Absolutely. you're counting on my compassion as a young guy to be like, oh, shoot. I, I'm I, sorry, birdie, old lady. 40, 50 euros yeah, for every time. And some, I, get, I tell you, sometimes I'm able to keep my backbone up. And I'm like, See. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And sometimes I look at her and she's just so small and she's got her sandwich. And I go, I'll find somewhere else to sit, I guess. You see, you're absolutely right. People who pay for everything in this country mm. are not respected. Mm-hmm. And people who get a freebie, we all have That's to. Right. We all have to get out of our seat. All them. right, Barbara, let's hear sorry, it. Okay. Wake up now. Okay, yeah, go what for you. Yeah. <laughs> I think the free travel is a great idea. Mm-hmm. The only change I would make to it is I think sorry, that... There is no such thing as free travel. Someone else is paying for all right, seat. Yeah, whatever. But I, the <laughs> only thing that I would have an issue with is that I think it shouldn't be valid during rush hour on commuter services. So that you no, know, if you're, you're a, if, yeah, if let you're them an get older up early. person, let them get up at five a.m. and, and go on their journey. Let them wait till nine o'clock at night. Absolutely. But I think it's great. I think it's a great idea, and I think it's great for older people that they can. Um, Take a day out and go to Kilkenny on the yeah. train or go to Cork on the train or go to Belfast on the train. I'm all for it. Yay. And have, they, have they not paid You're their not way as well? You're not very far away from well, no, like they no, ho- Have they not paid their way Of course they have. They're well entitled to it. It's not like they're, they've done nothing. Yes, yeah. exactly. Of course, they can make a contribution anyway. I mean, they could buy a ticket. Well, why didn't you say that to the guy next sitting they, next to you who said, yeah, oh, you know exactly. what, I'd like to be able to pay for the train. You'd be like, hey, you know what, how about you can get me a couple of coffees right here and we'll call it a square. We had a lot of battles that day, Jim. You know, I just had to pick them. You know what I mean? All right. Well, look, we're we're going to take a quick uh, uh, break. Stay with me here on The Hard Shoulder because we need to get up to date uh, with the news. Let's check in now. Welcome back to the final part of our output here on the week on The Hard Shoulder and continuing with the final furlong. It's a pleasure to ha- uh, do so in the company of comedian Jim Elliott, who you can hear in the Laughter Lounge, broadcaster and journalist Barbara Scully, who you can hear on Sean Moncrief and nearly every other show on News Talk, and Lisa Garvey, actress and comedian who does the best imitation of Miriam O'Callaghan I've ever heard. OK, <laughs> let's move on to our next uh, topic. Take a listen to this. Ladies and gentlemen, River Dance. Who knew that Irish dancing would be an international phenomenal success? Uh, yes, yes, it's the 25th anniversary of Riverdance, that particular hosting by Ireland of the Eurovision Song Contest in Dublin. Back in the day, we used to win the Eurovision. Now we can't even make it to the final. Louis and everyone else has tried, and we come up with some banal poppy trite that gets nowhere. And I think they, they've never really forgiven us for putting Dustin the Turkey on, and they don't give us any more dues point. But what do we make of Riverdance? Jim, 
Uh, I guess I'm sorry. I only recently learned that Michael Flatley was born in Chicago. So on the on on behalf of all Americans, I apologize for inflicting him on you people. <laughs> oh, how could you say that? He's I, the best part of it. I, you think he's the best part of it? I I got to admire the chutzpah on any man that is willing to to write a uh, a dance recital starring only himself and title it Lord of the Dance. Didn't he title his autobiography Lord of the Dance as well? Calling yourself the Lord of the thing that you like. Michael Jordan is the most uh, uh, narcissistic basketball player that ever lived, and he never called himself Lord so of Basketball. I'm in favor basketball. of narcissism. I'm uh, well, in favor duh. Of Jesus, so Ivan, I know that. Boating, over performing, I love all of that. Well, that's—I mean, the man—you got—you got to admire Michael Flatley. I mean, and actually, shoot, no, I don't know, it wasn't just him, Riverdance. Like he had, he had a team. It was was that he, like a solo? But, but, but he yeah. wrote it, didn't he? Did he? I no, didn't. No, 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 he didn't. No, no he was Moya just a dancer. And, uh, oh, okay, shoot, Bill Whelan. They, they actually wrote the music. They, as yeah, they, I know, no, but who, who created the whole? I think it was the two of them. I think it was of, uh, you know okay. the clickety click of the dancing as as a kind of like he, a drum. I think he had some input into it, um, but I, I think it was created. And that's by on me because as soon as you say Riverdance to me, my brain immediately goes to Michael, Michael Flatley. Flatley. Maybe yeah, that's, okay. that's my own ignorance no, of no, the whole thing. My, my I can't believe Riverdance is twenty five years old. Though. You know, you see, back in the day, you know, yeah. now if Leo goes to a Kylie concert, he has to say he bought his own drink and he's almost ashamed. Of course he did. Let me bring you back to the 9th of February, nineteen ninety five. Oh, you were there, probably. Were no, you? I was minister for agriculture, and would you believe it for the gala? opening performance they had free tickets for ministers and I said you know what even though I have a bad back I'll go to that because I was back and it was whole three my back broke but the the point I'm trying to make is I'm not normally a concert or theatre goer but this was absolutely was it cool on the night it was without doubt the most stunning live performance I have ever seen so you could tell it was special that night you were like okay this is different this was was well after this was it had had probably been abroad I don't know Ah, but it was it it actually went for 120 nights or it sold out tens of thousands hundreds of thousands but on the night I remember watching it on television I obviously was there there. but that was only a snippet this was a two hour show of it but the the the, the the piece which was like six or nine minutes long that was that was the I've only act ever on seen Eurovision. That. Yeah, I watched yeah. it live on the television, and I can remember the hair standing on the back yes, of my neck. That's a good thing. This is something really did special. it like change Irish dancing? Totally. Oh, like, I had a daughter no, at that stage who was, was into Irish d- dancing. No, yeah, but, but that was just like uh, like the fesh kiole and uh, like uh, people with the kind of ballet slippers that would you know clickety click much. Oh, this was sexy. Oh, we, Irish yeah. dancing could oh. never ever have been described as sexy. All that oh, hands down by your sides uh, and, 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 and yes. horrible wigs on kids and and socks. They put wigs on kids and, and, and they dye their skin. I want to see this. That sounds great. And I was in the middle of that world because I had a daughter who was doing all that oh and when Riverdance came on oh, the screen I want to see you that. suddenly thought this was, and it was wow. the music and the power behind it and the speed we'd never seen anything but can I just say one thing about the anniversary of Riverdance this week mm. because it coincided and I thought it was quite poignant the um, the compares of, River, of Riverdance yeah. and the Eurovision that year were Jerry Ryan and um some uh, Katrina Nimuraku, I think. For some forgettable, yeah. unpronounceable. Jerry Ryan's, ninth, uh, Jerry Ryan's ninth anniversary occurred. Yes. I think it's either the same, same day, day or the same, yeah. same day. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was a legend. And ah. I think Jerry Ryan, you know, there was an awful lot about Riverdance. There wasn't so much about Jerry Ryan this year. And I just still think he was, to me, he was the broadcasting legend. Um, he was and he a housewife's favourite. He was. <laughs> <laughs> you are so funny. You are so funny. That was Gay Burn. Into the top corner of the net. Every single year. Boom. Boom. 
You can take the rest of the show off. You're done. Go home. <laughs> that was Gay Bird, by the way. Carry on. Sorry. Go ahead, Lisa. Sorry, no, just when I think of Riverdance, my sister and my mom. They go on about everything. They were in the audience for the rehearsal of the Riverdance in the point that day. And I will ne- they came home and like they said, the whole place was electric. They said it's still to say the best thing that they've ever, you know what I mean? It, as you say. They and had, there was shock and awe at that because they hadn't because, heard it. And they yes. hadn't heard it. And it was just yeah. a rehearsal. So yeah. everybody in that whole auditorium was just, they said, everyone just Forget rose to their the feet. Forget Watch the Eurovision. Yeah. And they watched this. And and again, we watched it like live on it television. Incredible. And it's, and to my, my sister, every single year, she says, I was there. And it's like, yeah. I know yeah. you were there. Saw it first. Saw it for anybody. Yeah. Ever. But funnily enough, I've never seen Riverdance, the show. Nah, me neither. So I've only ever seen that. Well, can I say, you know the kind of uh, they start off with one dance uh-huh, and, uh-huh. and then they get five more and then they get 50 more and just the whole build up of it but they had other kind of mandolin stuff and it's Spanish like, oh, dancing no, in yeah, the they middle did of Spanish it did Spanish and with a different clickety click yeah. with the hand jokes it was very cleverly wrapped oh, you know beautiful. kind of knitted together but I thought beautiful. the segment on the Eurovision was still the standout even of the show you yeah, know yeah. I mean everything else was built around it absolutely but that, that better, should we go through it if it comes back you did raise another issue hmm and and I'm surprised that Irish begrudgery has travelled to the Atlantic because you are so <laughs> begrudging of Michael. I didn't. I didn't I used to be. do an interview. You realise it's just because I live here now. And and you know, no, no. The point the point about it is this: he deserves enormous credit where he had to go in his own way and ah. then he reinvented the wheel with Lord of the Dance. What a superstar. Didn't he insure his feet for like yeah, $60 million, million dollars at yeah. some point? Cheap at the price. That's I hilarious. mean, the, the, point, the point about it is this. I'm disappointed that someone like you from Washington that I'm begrudging. were begrudging of, of, uh, of a great hero. But he uh, thought Lord he was Muck, Riverdance, but it just shows that Riverdance travelled without him. Because and can I say when Jean went, Butler as well was yeah, on the ex- stage yeah, as yeah, well? Yeah, I didn't yeah, like yeah, yeah, her just as much. She didn't amazing. have the ego, obviously, and uh... but you liked his hair. All yeah. right, I, I am, I'm not in favour of this. Sainsburys have launched at Holborn Circus, which is uh, central London. Uh, I'm sure there's a Holborn stop on the tube that you will be familiar with. That in the new London store, it is entirely till free. So there's no cashiers, there's no cash registers, there's no one, nowhere to pay cash, there's nowhere even to swipe. Apparently, and this is beyond my comprehension, they have a company app. So you have to get the app on your phone and they say it'll speed up shopping and you can scan whatever code goes onto your thing and you'll get a receipt by email. Lisa, what do you think of this? Oh, I no, I'm not really into that. Like, I'm... I'm grand with the sort of um, the self-servicey things, the unexpected, you know, item in the baggage area. That's fine, you know, but I just, it seems like way too much of a hassle. Like, they're saying, like, this is going to be hassle-free. To me, it's a hassle Mm. to have to download an app and then go in and then go around myself. Is there an opportunity, though, you could snag a few turnips and take them without paying? But that's what I was thinking. It's like the lady on the the train. So how do they they monitor Mm -hmm. that, though? You get half your week's shopping for free. Yeah. Like, how do they monitor if you, you know, don't four scan security everything? Guards. Obviously, they've no cashier to help yeah, yeah. you find where the tuna is or anything to be people to help. Like, yeah. you know the way they're, you know the way even at those self-service 
months, yeah. there's about eight people yeah. standing over you. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, and, and I so, always do that because I, yeah, I can't work like, this. And, yeah. and How about you working? Yeah, exactly. you're, you're at work right yeah, now. Exactly. I'm not at work. How about you check me out? <laughs> yeah, How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that? When did I? When I'm, I'm the paying customer here. Well, yes. At one point, did I start working for Sainsbury? Here, this hit me when here. I came. When I went and checked in Terminal Two in Air Lingus. Are you all right? Well, it's been a long night. This is fantastic. I'm glad someone calling. I went into Air. I flew out two weeks ago, going to Terminal Two, and they got all those new machines. Uh, at oh, yeah. is where you, you weigh your own bag and you tag your own bag and you put your own bag on the uh, on the on the conveyor belt there. The and for thirty <laughs> seconds there, I was going, "Oh, this is great." There's no cues. And then I thought, "Wait a minute! Since when did I start working for Aer Lingus? How about somebody else check me in and tag my bag and put it where it needs to go? Absolutely. I don't work for your stupid airline. Absolutely, leave me alone." And also, I like how okay they're trying to pitch this as convenience. You know what's convenient? It's convenient that the company gets to fire the five hundred frontline staff yeah. that they used to have right. to pay. That's, That's convenience. Right. Yes, we work something. for everybody no, now. No, no, no. I can, let me let me before we get your pearls of wisdom. Let me just say this. There's <laughs> Mm-hmm. on the high street and everywhere else to do everything cashless mm-hmm. you know tap yeah. and go you don't know what you're being charged you, like who's going to check their email three uh, days later in I terms do. of what I this do. yeah you do, do. I've yeah. Oh, I sorry I'm, well, well, I don't do shopping I'm down on cash but I'm following no, you on no, the rest no, of this no, no, keep no, talking no, hold on, hold on. can we just the second, suck up there now did you occasionally no Okay, but say I go into, no, Deirdre says, go into Pettison and Escort, go into Super Value or whatever and get this, that and the other. So you go in. Yeah. Now, I don't know okay. where the shampoo or the tuna or, you know, the oranges are. If you are. shop more often, no, you know. Hold on a second. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not obliged to do this. I'm busy. Neither so is the Deirdre. Point, the point, She's no, busy as well no, no, as far as I point, know she works. The point I'm trying to make to you is this. And I like to go up to an assistant. And you can't yes. make out the assistant from the customers. In a, I was trying to I get, would you believe it? I wanted to buy an umbrella and I went into Marks and Sparks and Dunleary or something like that. I, do, I couldn't make out any staff. Is there anyone here works here? Mm. Like, where are the umbrellas? Or How where are the caps? Pick it up and where, walk out uh, with it. You'll find some staff right kept. quick. You don't imagine you running around in a frenzy. Where are, where no, is sorry. everything? The point is... As I fought the Ted, you know, yeah, the yeah, episode yeah. where they yeah, got yeah, lost yeah, in the yeah, lingerie yeah. department. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan in the no, supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> There's all these things. I don't know what they are. Oh my God, there's chat packs over checking there. Checking the labels of the underwear. No, not quite. I'm trying to make is. Is it nice to have a bit of service? Yes, it is. And I mean, I one of my daughters spent a whole year working in Dunn Stores and Cornell's Court on the checkout. It's hard work. It's oh, a tough it's job. Work. I'm not and saying the, it's not. The, the staff, I, I must say, in my experience, are fantastic. However, and when I read this first, I was like, oh, this is terrible. And I, I'm like, okay, let's park the point about getting rid of all the staff. The worst part, as somebody who does do the shopping, the big shop every week, we have five be people a lot in of the items. house. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a big pain in the ass. So the worst part of shopping is you go around, you put all your stuff in your big trolley that's very deep. And when you're tall, that's like, yeah. it's very deep near the floor. Then you push time. it down. Then you have to take everything out and put it on a conveyor belt. Then you have to take everything back in and put it into bags. And then you have to lug the bags back into the trolley. And then you have to walk the trolley to the car park. And then you have to put your stuff in the car. Then you have to walk four miles to put your trolley back yeah. so you can get your two euros back. And then you have to go home and do it all in reverse. Right? Mm-hmm. So, on this system... But you can you, sit down and have a cup moment, of tea. Though. No, you have to put you everything you away. To do yeah. for the you day. can't, yeah. <laughs> but this system would allow you to go, if I've read it correctly, would allow you to go around, scan your stuff as you're putting it into the yeah. bags in your trolley. It cuts out one whole physical um, element of the See, shop. That's how so they get you. That's how I they get you. 
It's a nice nope, idea. They're telling I'm you it's convenient. Now you work it. for them. Yeah, you no. see that? That's <laughs> how they get you. Thing, you two grumpy old men here giving out about all kinds of stuff. Yeah. The one thing that I hate in supermarkets, and I am in supermarkets not a lot. Not that you're not a grumpy old lady, but carry no, on. No, I'm not. I hate, and I wish they'd ban it. This is Go controversial. Our bloody um, charity collectors. Can we help you with Joggers. your bags? Yes. I'm like, no, you can't. No, I don't sorry. mind and those I guys. I having to give them money anyway. To say not to, don't touch my stuff. Because none of you have any concept of how to pack a bag. You're putting the eggs on the bottom, you schmuck. What's the matter with and you? And also, you don't know my cupboards. I put all my cupboard stuff together. Exactly. So that, like, There's, I got a Lisa, whole system here. Have you seen yeah. these charity people? I've mm. never I seen them. Kind of, that's because you don't go to the shops, no, Ivan. No. Um, but I, I, I kind of agree with the charity things as well. I don't mind them being... But if they're like, can we help so you? So you kind of back? agree they should be banned? Or oh, my answer is, I don't know. Can you? How I mean, good are you at this? Because I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, I know what I need I to do here. I know how to pack my own bag. And I don't mind... You know when you do sometimes pay with your card and you don't have cash and I don't have change and I just feel yeah. really guilty for yeah. the whole time. I just feel like I just pack my set, you know, by saying like, no thank you. But yeah. it's also some of the charities are a bit so like this is, this is for Brian who wants yeah. new runners. And it's like, "Oh, okay, Brian, you know, like some yeah. of them are a little sort yeah, some of, of like the, some oh, of the charities are Oh, there's an inf- is that a charity? I'm not really sure. And some of them like, "Hey, we go to a fee paying school, but we want to go to Austria and go skiing and we're trying to raise money." I'd like to go to Kilimanjaro. Will you pay for that?" I'm like, "No." I'm not Sure about that? Like, uh, I'll pay for something mm. that's a worthwhile. Yeah, that's very See, I thought I was that's a bit tight controversial, and mean isn't it? And miserable, but I've it's nothing to do with being tight and mean and miserable. You are totally, tight and no, no, you no, are no, tight no, and mean and miserable. You brought it to a whole new level. I just think I don't want people messing with my bags yeah. no, no, in the no, supermarket. No, no, no. Very aggressive for a bank holiday weekend. The other thing I hate is people knocking on the door looking for you to sign up to stuff for charities. No, okay. No. Well, if you see Barbara Scully and you're working in the charity industry, <laughs> I would suggest mm-hmm. you keep on going because she is ruthless. <laughs> when it comes She'll be to busy that. in her own supermarket with no staff and doing oh, yeah, shopping. Just me, yeah, yeah, doing, doing my thing. It's yeah. truly shocking, but mm-hmm. interesting. <laughs> uh, all right, that's my sincere thanks to my three wonderful guests today: Jim Elliott, Barbara Scully. Uh, who is not that charitable, but uh, is otherwise fine. Uh, Elisa Garvey, thank you all for joining me for that review of the week. And that's my lot uh, for The Hard Shoulder for this week. My thanks to the production team, Mark Simpson, Ashling Moore, Dan Flanagan, John O'Donovan and Roisin Davis. Off the Ball is, of course, up next. Shane Beatty will be back with The Hard Shoulder on Monday, the bank holiday. And of course, I will be back on Tuesday from 4pm. Have a great weekend and thanks for listening. 